The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 44. Yes, two fours for the price of one. Well, you know, a funny thing happened on the way to the Bob Levy Show. Nobody showed up, and so <laughs> Joe and I decided <laughs> to do one on our own. Wow, that was, a, um, I think, the least amount of prep work anybody's ever done for a podcast. Yes. <laughs> we got on Skype, and you were like, are we going to do a Levy Show? And we were like, I don't know. I'm like... Why don't we do a podcast together? You're like, boop, welcome to the Doug Nielsen Show. <laughs> <laughs> that was as quick as it happened. <laughs> Not yeah. like, all right, you know what? You want to do a podcast of, you know, let's uh, let's go with uh, this today. Or I don't even know if you <laughs> did your podcast for the week yet. No, no, I haven't. Well, I've done some work for the uh, the night night segment and that kind of thing. Of course, but uh, not uh, not the the meat of the show. No. So you didn't have a, a guest lined up yet? I mean, I uh, no, no, I didn't. Wednesday, I, but yeah, yeah, I, I didn't. I wasn't planning on doing one. So, but what the hell, you know? Doesn't why matter. Not? Yeah, why not? So yeah, there's things to talk about. Yeah, yeah. There, oh, how's your Legionnaires going? Um, I'm telling you. Um, I'm going to put out a book. It's called Weight Watchers and Legionnaires, Perfect Together. <laughs> the Legionnaires Diet Plan. Oh, it's fantastic. What you got to do is you got to get yourself a dirty air conditioner and, <laughs> and then breathe and it in. your face in the back of it. <laughs> yes, breathe it in, and then you're good to go. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's been uh, it's been amazing the last yeah you know you know what it is man I uh, I really just because as you know um, almost a, a little bit less than a year ago I had went to my doctor and I was just grossly overweight more a uh, uh, hundred pounds more than I've ever normally ever weighed you know wow. I've always been a big guy but I've always you know, I've, I was what we used to call, we were in shape fat guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were fat guys that worked out, you know? Uh, yeah. And, uh, and then last year I went to my doctor and my feet and legs were swelling. Oh, and, man. Yeah. And he just looked at me. He's like, uh, yeah, you're going to die if you don't do something. <laughs> so I started, I, you know, I dropped, I dropped, I dropped some weight. And then in, uh, and then two months later, my sister was like, she because she'd been bugging me to do Weight Watchers forever, so I started doing Weight Watchers and I was doing pretty good. And then I just kind of hovered. Yeah, you, know, you, I just you, you reach a plateau and you can't go any further. Yeah, but no, you know what? It's not because of the plateau. It was because I was just uh, fucking around. You know? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I wasn't being as focused as I should have been. And then, uh, you know, and then I get sick with this Legionnaires. And then I'm home for a month and, you know, and you hear doctors talking about, uh, it was funny, I'm in the hospital, right? And, yeah. Uh, they're coming in and this is before they knew I had Legionnaires. They just thought I had pneumonia. And the one doctor comes in because there's like fucking eight of them, a, a revolving door of fucking, you know, fucking quacks coming in. <laughs> and uh, and then the one guy was like, he's the cardiologist and he's like, uh, have you ever had a heart attack? And I go, no. And he goes, are you sure? 
I'm like, I think I fucking know if I had a fucking heart attack. <laughs> and then I'm hearing words like congestive heart failure and yada, yada, yada. And it yeah. just fucking freaked me out. But once they realized I had Legionnaires, then and then they checked my heart and my heart's OK. But, you know, they were thinking, you know, you might have congestive heart failure because the way your lungs have just fucking just, you know, Basically, are just completely shut down. They're completely infected and all that. Yeah. So whatever. And I get out of the hospital and I'm doing my thing. And uh, and I just kind of I, I had a moment. And you know what? I haven't shared this on the air or anything because I haven't done my show or anything like that. But um, I was at at one point I was 365 pounds. Right. Wow. Which my whole life, you know, I'm five foot seven. My whole life, my whole adult life, I've always been between like 235 and like 270. And when I would get up to like 270, and dude, I was working out like fucking four days a week. I, I was in my, you know, in my 30s, I was a beast. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was in my, oh, my late 20s, I was taking Androstein. You know, I was single oh, living wow. with a bunch of my fucking friends. Uh, Androstein was that stuff that Mark McGuire was taking. Yeah, yeah. So it's not quite a steroid, but it would like improve your strength and, but it would make you so horny and it would make you <laughs> blow such serious fucking wads. <laughs> like just shooting fucking just silly string everywhere. It was unbelievable, right? Bullets. <laughs> <laughs> white, 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 slinky bullets. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and I was always, and then when I would get up to like 270 or so, I'd feel like, oh, I don't feel right. So I would drop back down and anywhere between like around 250. And I was golden. And I was one of those people where when I was like 250, people would say, what are you like, 210, 215? Which was just because of the way I was built, yeah, you know? Yeah. Which I actually said, which was the downfall for why I put on so much weight. Cause I was, my joke was, if my friends would have hurled a few extra fat jokes at me, <laughs> maybe I would have fucking realized how fucking gargantuan I was getting. Yeah. You, know? you, you see, fat jokes are important. They have their role in society and all this, they all absolutely this, do. worrying about being sensitive and stuff. Ah, there's a place for that. Absolutely. Fat shaming is fucking healthy. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That shaming can save your life. <laughs> so I, uh, I, w I was down about, you know, maybe about, you know, between like 30. I was, uh, I, I dropped about 30 pounds and I was doing okay, 35 pounds, but I was just kind of like from November to like May, I just kind of back and forth, back and forth. You know, I would do, dude, it's amazing when you get older. Like I used to be able to lose weight like an animal when I was younger. I could lose like 30 pounds in a month. And now it's like you work all week, drop like three pounds, and then on the weekends you have like, uh, you know, you have two fucking like meals and you go to a barbecue and then you put on six. Yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> so here was my moment. I had a quote moment of clarity, I guess what they call it, right? Yeah. Um, this must have been about a month ago. And I was, I was starting to, I was, I was back home and uh, I dropped a couple of pounds and, I'm watching a special about Chris Farley, right? Oh, yeah. And I was always a big fan of Chris Farley, yada, yada. And we all know. And, and I, I'm not a drinker. I don't really do drugs or anything like that. So it wasn't, a, you know, because he died of obviously, you know, being a major alcoholic and a major drug. Yeah, he, he was just excessive in everything. Everything. It, it, it yeah, took him when out. He ate you know? and all that. Right, right. Had he been thinner, maybe he would have lived a little bit longer, but he still was going. He was a train wreck on the way, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I always thought that when he died, 
that he was like over 350 pounds, like 300 and, you know, like between 350 and 370 pounds, you know, yeah. by, the, by the way he like, uh, you know, by just by the way he looked. And I thought I remember seeing that. Yeah. And I and I'm watching this other special and they said when he died, and you know, he was only five foot eight. Oh, no, I didn't he, know. He, yeah. He looked like a really, you know, tall. Yeah. He looked guy, like a taller you know? guy. Yeah. OK. That's the magic yeah. of TV. Yeah, exactly. Every chick, like if you ever meet an actress, they're all five foot one. It's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> they're all tiny. Yeah, well, they need to be hey. when they're when they're going to play uh, Tom Cruise's girlfriend because uh, <laughs> he, he's a midget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> John Kinsel would love to take him home <laughs> and keep him in a box. <laughs> so I'm sure a bunch of other men would like to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I imagine so. Oh, whoops. <laughs> so anyway, what, I'm, I'm, I don't want to bore your fucking listeners, but and then I had the, and then they said when he died, he was five foot eight, two hundred ninety six pounds. Wow. And I said to myself, I am about twenty five pounds heavier than Chris Farley when he died. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my moment. Yeah. And done. Dude, I have been a fucking animal. I, I, and dude, you have to understand, I am dropping weight so, and at a good pace, not a ridiculous pace. Yeah, when you do but it a too, really good yeah. pace. But I'm not really exercising because I'm kind of still, you know, uh, like another, I'm walking, I'm, I'm able to walk around. I can grab my fucking, my, uh, my jetpack tank and, you know, we can go and I can go for slow little walks. But uh, until I go to my doctor's tomorrow, I had my doctor's uh, uh, appointment postponed till tomorrow. Um, I, I find out how my progression is. But I've been doing this without even working out. Yeah. And I am wearing clothes that I haven't worn in five years. So well, that's always the best. Oh, it's just a, it's it's an amazing it's an amazing feeling. Um, and everybody is, is on Facebook and they're like, dude, what's your secret? And I keep just saying, <laughs> you know, Weight Watchers and Legionnaires. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get sick. <laughs> but one thing that this thing has, uh, and I'm not saying that, believe me, Legionnaires doesn't cause you to lose weight. No. But what this whole thing has done, it's changed my life only because, first of all, you find out that one in 10 people die when they get Legionnaires, which... Is fucking freaky, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then when I, because I've been on the oxygen treatments, and then they find out that hey, you know what, the uh, I, I probably have a, a, a touch of sleep apnea, oh, and yeah. they think that the sleep apnea and the is because of lack of oxygen, and they think that the lack of oxygen was causing my legs to swell. So oh, with yeah. the oxygen treatments, and now that I'm dropping weight, my legs are almost at normal fucking like my legs are almost normal yeah and and i'm just dropping i i've dropped in two weeks just in, in two it's coming off and it's just coming off and i just feel great and i actually uh i had a waist the other day i don't know if uh, i couldn't believe it i found <laughs> you, you I had might, a waist. haven't seen you in 20 years <laughs> yeah i could i could actually legitimately get a lap dance now i have a lap again oh know? yeah great oh, too bad <laughs> you got married <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know Shucks, figures. I, couldn't get a, I couldn't get a lap dance for four minutes for twenty dollars, <laughs> or yeah. I can't touch abroad. Now that's God's little joke on you. It sure is. Yeah. But you know what? It's it's. Uh, I am. 
just on a, a, such a great road right now. Yeah. Where I feel every, I just feel good like every day. And, uh, it's just, uh, it was, it was an eye opening experience. And, uh, you know, and my, my wife, she actually was, she goes to me the other day. She goes, um, oh, no, no. My, my stepson was over. And she's like, look at Joe, look how skinny he's getting. <laughs> and, and then, uh, my stepson goes, I guess you weren't, ex- uh, I guess, you weren't expected to be married to a skinny guy. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, I don't think she was expecting uh, no. anything. <laughs> yeah, then you discover, you know, Joe, uh, my thing is, is I have a fat fetish. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't do it for me anymore. <laughs> Actually, when I met, well, not when I met her, when I first went on uh, a date with her, um, when we went on our first date, dude, I was 200 and uh, I was a little bit bulkier than I normally would, but I was about 270. Yeah. When I met her. And uh, so I basically put on 90 pounds yeah. in a six years beer with her. Yeah. And that shit happens. You hear about that all the time. Yeah, that's People, what couples do. You know, they kind of, they just give up. I got you. We're done. They're comfortable. You know, they get comfortable. And she yeah. put on a couple of pounds and she fucking hates herself. And, uh, and, yeah. she, and she really looks good, but. You know, she's like, oh, I, I put on weights and I'm like, oh, well, she, not nothing like me, you know, nothing yeah. like, you know, me, she just whatever, 20 pounds or whatever, you know, but for a chick, that's a, that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It hit the, that's probably why it's, you know, it, it, it just seems to bother them more. And that's about everything, you know, where we just deal with it better. I mean, of course, I don't like getting old and gaining weight or whatever and all that, but to them, it's, you know, it's devastating. And in a lot of ways I can understand because, uh, you know, <laughs> It's they're really hard on micros- them. Yeah, they're, they're, women are more scrutinized when it comes to yeah. uh, the way they look. Yeah, and that's they it, just are. Yeah, and there's nothing's going to change that. I don't care what movements you do or whatnot, because nope. that's just you, you don't even think about it, but you are judging their appearance, and that's there's nothing you can do about it. No, it's just no. the way it is. I mean, uh, the only thing uh, you know, I don't even know if there is any type of not even a solution, but just a no. uh, something to, to kind of you know, uh, mill that down a little bit. Yeah. You know? Well, it's, it's called manners and stuff like that. You know, you're polite and that sort yeah. of thing. And, and maybe a little of that PC helps that a little bit. Yeah. There's a little, well, that's what manners are. The PC thing is a whole other matter, yeah, <laughs> but, but ma- yeah, exactly. You know, you know, it's like and, learning that, you know, that, you know, you, and when they say you, you should never lie, well, that you know that's bullshit. Yeah, you tell yeah. white lies, and you do that for <laughs> yeah. usually for manners. That's exactly what it is. You're yeah, right. I mean, like when you're in the circumstances of a friend of yours, and they're just you know, like putting on massive amounts of weight. Yeah, I'm going to say something. You know, <laughs> you know, it's going to hurt your feelings, but you better do something because you're not going to come back from that. That kind of thing. But you know, if someone's irritating me, fatty, you know, <laughs> and, you know, and there's some people who can take it, you know, and they laugh with it and it goes on. No, but there's other people they just can't, you know. Well, I've always said, look, like, like uh, Otto, our, our my 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 friend uh, Otto uh, from uh, you know Otto Peterson, yeah. Like when he used to, I mean, he was brutal when he was on stage. The puppet would just, you know, <laughs> yeah. annihilate. Yeah, it wasn't him; it was George. It was it was George. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the one thing. Like if he saw, dude, if there was a fat guy in the front row, yeah, oh, it was over. Yes. It was just, it would, and he would just sometimes he would be like the puppet would be looking, the you know, like towards wherever they were looking at, and then the puppet's head would start turning right real slow, and then stare at the guy, and then you would just, and dude, it was the funniest thing. He would just go ring dings, 
But it was hilarious, right? Was just well, see crazy. there, you see there, you're being—he's being clever with it. But you it's know. a guy, you know. It's yeah, a guy. yeah. Out of all the years I've ever—and dude, I've watched him perform. I would—we worked together hundreds of times. He never would make fun of a chick if she was fat. Yeah. I mean, unless the woman started smashing him or something like that. Right, right. Or if right. he's doing it in the joke. Like, he talks about, you know, he would say, ah, oh, you know, a, a, a fat girls, you know, a fat girl with dyed blonde hair. That's like putting a, a whipped cream on dog shit, you know. <laughs> but he wouldn't pick out a girl and just start making fun of her. And you know what? You know what he said to me? He says, it's too easy. It's it's almost, it's yeah. just like, it's like making fun of a kid. You know, it's like, yeah, exa- what are you yeah. do? but it's a guy. Right. You know what? Too bad. You're a fucking man. You're a guy. You should be able to take being called fat. Yeah, if you start crying, oh boy, oh boy, that's worse yeah, than that you man. being a fat guy. <laughs> you know, you just destroyed yourself. Yeah, and I've always said when talking with your friends or even you know whatever, uh, fat bastard is much better than fat fuck. Like <laughs> I've always said, if so, you know, like you know. Like I know what you look like, and you're just a regular guy. You're a little bigger guy, but you're you could be called a fat bastard. Oh yeah, but yeah. that's but that's just eh, a guy who's got a little meat on him. Yeah. But if you're a fat <laughs> fuck, it's you can never call somebody a fat fuck nice about it. Yeah. It never comes out like that. We're just kidding, dude. No, it's you that's, fat bastard. That's okay, but you fat fuck. It's yeah. always like in a very like about to get punched in the face. Like you fat. fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That that's the angry. When it's just horsing around, you know. Yes. Yeah, it's, just, it's fat <laughs> exactly. bastard, you know. <laughs> you fat bastard. Yeah. <laughs> then fat fuck. Uh oh, well, what happened here? Yeah. So that's, that, that's those are the rules of language. The, yeah, but that's that's my uh, that's my progress right now, and I'm feeling great, and yada yada yada, and I'm sure everybody doesn't give a fuck, but you know. <laughs> well, it's interesting. It's certainly uh, the oxygen thing was interesting because I thought you know. And I think they probably should look into that for therapies of other other problems. You know, can you give a boost of oxygen that might help clear up other you know problems people have? Uh, yeah, and I wear see I have the oxygen tubes that I have, and I have the the, the thing at the house. And for the first month, I had it on like you know because the two it go it's like fifty feet long, so I could wow. drape around throughout the whole house, and I would keep it on twenty four seven. Because I'm just thinking, I just want to get healed as fast as possible. Yeah. And now they, you know, they, uh, two weeks ago when my doctor, when I went to my pulmonary uh, guy and he said my, my lungs were 70 to 80% healed, he said, look, when you're just resting and you're just sitting and resting and watching television or sleeping or whatever, you don't need to put it on if you don't want to. But when you go out, if you're going to be, you know, doing some activities, put your tank on if you're going to go out and go to the store or whatever. But I still keep it on like 90% of the time because I'm like, it can't hurt. And I just want to do whatever I can to get healed so yeah. I can get back to a normal life. You know, I mean, my life has been in a fucking holding pattern for, for the last month. Yeah. You know? that's, yeah. That's what you know, sucks. so it's so weird. And, and between, and the thing is, my, between my mom being sick and then my, uh, I'm not able to do anything. Like I, I, I can't go to any fucking hospitals. Yeah. I can't go to any doctor's office. <laughs> so my sister and brother have been, you know, really, put on the um you know on the uh you know they've been i don't want to say burden but 
a lot of the responsibilities are on them right now. So I'm hoping yeah. the sooner I can get healed, the sooner I can start helping and, you know, driving my mother here and there and doing, you know, going to her house and, and helping her out. So yeah. it's, it's been a, a crazy, uh, basically since the beginning of May, the middle of May, it's been a crazy ass, uh, summer for me so far. So, <laughs> but uh, everything's going well and, uh, blah, blah, blah. And this is supposed to be the Doug Nelson show, not, uh, <laughs> Joe Conti spills his well, we've learned we've learned a valuable lesson here. Uh, so Joe Conti recommends uh, Weight Watchers, uh, Legionnaire's disease, and some oxygen. And, and a little oxygen uh, on the side, and you'll get the body you've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break and come right back after these important messages. When you were a child, did you ever have nightmares about creepy old hags tormenting you? Well, then this short film just might have answers for you. The film Care of Hair and Nails is about some creepy old broad obsessed with personal hygiene. No, not her own, but the personal hygiene of children. Using her demonic powers of invisibility, she's determined to make children as obsessive as her. <laughs> Do enjoy, and remember to wash between meals, otherwise the old hag will get you. Once again, this riff of mine of this wonderful short film contains music by Kevin MacLeod, just like this ad does. So please download this cinematic treat for a mere 90 cents at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Selfie.com slash Nelson. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. <laughs> yeah, people say I'm stupid stuff, but come on, man. You're not going to pull the wool over my eyes on that one. You can't tell me we ever went to the moon. I mean, look at that thing. <laughs> I mean, I know it's bigger than the other dots in the sky, but <laughs> you can't fit a spaceship on that thing. It's too small. I got to go. I just oh, came back uh, from my lawnmower. I was going to do the yard job you were supposed to do, but you didn't. You only did it half-assed. Yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, shut up and listen. I sat on it, and that seat was soaking wet. Now I got a wet ass. <laughs> well, uh, Shut up. Uh, did you leave my lawnmower outside? Well, uh, Did you leave my lawnmower outside? Hey, uh, <laughs> Next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Say, gang, want to help out your old pal, Mr. Nelson? Well, you can. Of course, you've heard my ads for my Society6 store and my Selfie store of all those hilarious little videos. Yes, 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 yes. Well... Now there's another store, uh, similar to the Society6 store, but some products are a little bit cheaper. And there's a few more, including the Mr. Nelson hat, Mr. Nelson t-shirts, several kinds of t-shirts, even the value t-shirt. And it's all at the Mr. Nelson store, courtesy of Zazzle.com. That's Zazzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just that simple. So head over to the Mr. Nelson store and select some sort of apparel you can have. Yes, all different kinds of shirts, some of which are shirts that uh, represent some of the movies I did at my Selfie store, uh, some even represent the Bob Levy show, and for the ladies, yes, some 
little undergarments with my face on them. <laughs> oh, yes. Ah, bumper stickers, posters, little buttons and pins, all that good stuff, and plenty of other kinds of shirts. Yes, and of course, like I mentioned, the value shirt at $14.95. It's a steal. Mm-hmm, yes. So head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Zazzle.com slash the Mr. Nelson store. That's the underscore Mr. underscore Nelson underscore store. And by Mr., I just mean MR. Yes, 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 yes. It's just that simple. Yes, yes. So, please, uh, help me out, won't you? Thanks. Are you looking for happiness? Then comedian Joe Conti has got good news for you. So, uh, I'm a single guy. I'm not married. Um, most people here are single. We have a uh, single women here tonight. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's a lot of laughs, but there's also a philosophical search. These are uh, thoughts that I have in my head, and I wanted to share them with you. If a bulimic had Alzheimer's, would they still be fat because they keep forgetting to throw up? Is bowling not a sport, but just an activity for alcoholics too lazy to play softball? If America created a gay, patriotic airline, would they call it the Fruited Plains? And would they have a mild deep club? Was that too far? Was that the point? Right there. Boom! Too far for this audience. And of course... A little something for the lady. Uh, this is for every woman in here. Every woman is every woman's real fantasy, real sexual fantasy, to have a really good-looking gynecologist with Parkinson's disease. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's more where that came from. So do yourself a favor. Head over to iTunes or Amazon and order yourself some happiness from Joe Gotti. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Hey, we're back. <laughs> so, uh, well, breaking news. Uh, apparently, Donald Trump is officially the nominee of the Republican Party. I didn't see that coming. You know, they had to make this big, giant three-day convention to decide this. <laughs> Uh, those conventions are just horrible. I, you know, cause you, you could, you could set aside an hour and, and do all the, the actual business they need to do and then you're done. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's fanfare and, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's almost like what, it's like the combination between, it's almost like the, uh, halfway point between politics and news. It's almost like, hey, this is politics, but we're going to really pump it up and we're going to really make <laughs> it a, you know, a, a television program. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's money to be made. Off of it that. is. I, 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 as somebody who's not, uh, you know, I, you know, we all know that I'm, I'm I mean, if, if your listeners don't know, <laughs> I definitely lean towards being a, a liberal and you are definitely more of a conservative. Yeah. I'm just amazed that because now when you look at what's happening, it's it's Trump against Clinton. Yeah. If the Republicans would have put out like any just legit 
you know, uh, a legitimate. Yeah, your typical I, me, candidate. I really, and we talked about this. I thought Jeb Bush would have been the best guy for the job. And the problem is, is his last name. Yes. <laughs> it really is. He was the most normal fucking, you know, non-fucking kook out of everybody on the, on the Republican ticket. Or at least can I remember? There might be a couple yeah. other guys, and I know you're more in-depth with it. But I'm talking about, like, the main guys, Rubio and Cruz and yeah. Trump and... and uh, and I'm sitting there going, if if it would have been Jeb Bush and maybe, you know, it, his name wasn't Bush. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeb Nielsen. Jeb yes. Nelson. <laughs> Jeb Nelson might have been the candidate. It would be a fucking landslide. Yeah, I think so. It would have because Hillary is is just she's Hillary is is literally bleeding to death in front of us, but she, it doesn't matter. Both. And you know. and even if you take away um the different things, and I don't know the things about email and and this and that, but just the fact that she's very unlikable. Yeah, she's a very unlikable, a very disingenuous uh, appearing person. Yeah, and then you know, like I've never like all the the um, you know all the uh, um, uh, presidential. Um, uh, sorry, my my uh, my brain is a little fried. They say it fucks with your memory, uh, legionnaires. So I have moments <laughs> where I'm like, uh, I, uh. <laughs> but uh, out of all the presidential, uh, you know, these years, you know, the, the yeah. I've never like, even though I probably would, I don't know, I don't, I I kind of like different candidates basis on the way they are like i liked mccain i liked mccain i thought obama mccain would have been a great ticket i don't know it's just a weird <laughs> yeah. thing you know because i like both of those guys it was just something about them i both like well this personality just, wise you mean yeah yeah, yeah. And, and like like mitt romney was was a republican last time and, yeah and i'm looking at and i never had a real like, I would always like, eh, I don't know. I kind of like that guy. I think this guy yeah. would be better off. <laughs> but I've never, I have become that, that, that puppet that we've all, that most of these people who are very, very extreme when it comes to politics yeah. because of my visceral disgust <laughs> and hate for Donald Trump. <laughs> it's, it's so sad because now I'm sitting here going, all right, I actually think now that I have to go and fucking vote. For somebody I don't fucking like, <laughs> because the other person fucking makes me violently ill. Okay, and it sads it it saddens me because that is what the essence of what is wrong with politics. Yeah, you know, at least with people the way we are, because that's what most people do. Or if if they're just you know. Uh, you know, if they're just a Republican, they're always going to vote Republican. Or if they're just a fucking Democrat, they're always going to vote Democrat. But right, right. I'm it's... sitting here, and this is this is my argument. And this was always my argument. Donald Trump. You could say like people who fucking hate Obama, right? The yeah. people who hated Bush. But the one thing you can't ever say about either one of those guys, politics aside. I'm not talking about policies. I'm talking about the essence of the man, the person. None of those guys were ever douchebags. <laughs> they were never bags of douche. Whether you want to, you, you want to bash fucking Bush. Look, they all say dopey things sometimes because they're under the microscope. Yeah. Bush was fool me once. Hey, hey, hey. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, but that that's 
just catching somebody in a fucking moment because they have the fucking, the, the, you know, the microscope is on them. Or Obama when he said that we have 54 states in America, you know, or whatever. It's like, <laughs> but none of them have ever acted like an asshole. Well, they don't. They, yeah, they have a bit of poise to them and decorum and don't uh, you don't you don't let that stuff hang out. Whereas Trump, that's all there is. You know, and that's and that's what I just don't yeah. understand. This is a guy who truly he is. You know what I tell people all the time? If you had somebody who worked with you in your office and he was basically Donald Trump, but not Donald Trump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was your coworker. He made the forty thousand dollars a year and he had every single one of qual of the of personality traits that donald trump have <laughs> not only would you not want to work with him you'd probably beat the fucking <laughs> shit out of him <laughs> and i'm saying to myself why would you want an asshole like that to be your leader that's what i'm saying well, i have a theory it's, it's, go ahead okay the thing of the, the the one thing that going for trump is that he's like this giant middle finger to washington dc I understand that. That's a huge thing because it's like as bad as he is. Well, what have they got? You know, and they've got nothing but failure and disaster and just absolute horrible corruption. And I would argue that Trump uh, is not necessarily going to be the answer to that. But but uh, but the essence of I I understand the essence of a of anybody like. But in other words, what he's representing. Yeah. Is what I think people are glomming onto him for. Yeah, that's but what it it's is. Not the guy, but right. I understand what you're saying. See, I would have said Ted Cruz was that guy, but nobody and people didn't understand who. He, and if Trump, the advantage for him is he's famous, and it's all this kind of like pro wrestling stance that he had, you know. And and it it, it was just like it was like porn for them, <laughs> you know. They enjoyed that, and they enjoyed <laughs> watching the other side squirm and all that. And in the way he's able to just you know piss them off, and it, 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 it's they love it. They can't get enough of it, but it's blinding them to the realities of what we actually need. You know, I mean, there's there's certain things that had Trump done or said would have won me over. The only thing he's got going for him to get my vote is Hillary. That's it, you know, and then that it's like those Benghazi, exactly. those Benghazi families that Pat Smith woman and Hillary calls her a liar. I just, god damn it, that's that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> you know, Cause, absolutely. Because after the, when when Cruz lost and Trump was doing that crap about his father killed JFK, and I was like, even if I didn't have a dog in the fight, that is so bizarre and insane. <laughs> You know, it's like, you're going there. I mean, he was winning anyway, but he's, and he still did that. It was so that that's the troubling things here. And plus when he started, he's the one that was doing the birth certificate thing, you know, and well, if you'd seen what I've seen, you would think differently. And then he, he had nothing, you know, so but that's what he does. That yeah. Is the, that yeah. is the essence of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the guy who paints him. he, you know what he is, man? We used to call guys um, when we used to go out to clubs back in our like when we were in our late 20s and early 30s. And we used to call these guys out, not to them. We didn't start fights or anything, but we would look at certain guys and go, dude, club muscles, club muscles, <laughs> club muscles. These guys would fucking either do some sort of steroids. Right. And yeah. they would make sure that they worked out. Hours before they went right, out. right, so yeah, they were fucking really jacked up. <laughs> yeah, you're all swollen. But it was completely fraudulent. <laughs> yeah, and that's what he is. And the thing <laughs> is, I don't under, I don't understand 
how people don't see when he talks for 10 minutes and says the word great about himself a yes. hundred times basically it's like a, it's big dick syndrome i'm sorry whenever anybody talks about how big of a dick they have you don't have a big dick yeah. the guys who have the biggest dicks are guys who never talk they about never talk about that's it but and i just i guess me i if i had to choose i would rather have business as usual corrupt shithead fucking politician as our president for four years because there's no possible <laughs> way that that woman listening to her voice for four years that anybody is going to vote for again they're going to go for anybody else <laughs> on the other side yeah i'm but hoping that the republican ticket has somebody who is a moderate and somebody who has a fucking brain and who can uh be presidential yeah. I, don't even, I don't even think she can see that's the one thing i've always said is that obama bush clinton you can go all the way down the line the one thing they all have in common is they were all presidential i can never see trump being presidential now honestly yeah. i don't even know if i can i see i can see hillary being presidential only because she's sli she's slithery enough <laughs> and she's been in the see this is the thing she, she's been at this for 40 years oh yeah so she's slick so she can do that yeah. and uh, look, I don't know. Uh, you know, I make a big deal about being presidential, and I don't even know if that means anything anymore. If it really matters, that is my. Uh, well, my yeah, opinion. I understand what you mean. It it, it it it's a bit about character and whether or not someone's now. I, I I would say that's completely wasted on Hillary because there's nothing there. She's just corrupt to the core, and uh, yeah, with, but uh, there's plenty of corruption stories about Trump and his dealings and what have you, but what, the, what she's done, because she's been in power, is far worse than anything he's said. So, to me, the, he's going to be the lesser of the two evils, but yes, it is two evils. <laughs> and that's, you know... And, the, I, and I hate that, because you know what? People use that saying oh, yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah, and it always is. But honestly, yeah. up until this point, if you really think about it, I don't think it was up until this point. <laughs> I really don't think it truly was the worst of two evils. It was just eh, yeah. kind of too. Eh, all right. Eh, this guy or this guy, eh, this guy or this. But this uh, it is the absolute worst <laughs> I think I've ever seen ever. But a lot of that, I say it's the. Uh, it's a symptom of the times and how bad it, it's that bad. That's how bad it is. I mean, people don't, they can't articulate it. They don't dig deep into it. Like people like me do and stuff like that to know what's been going on here. But everybody's aware that it's just not quite right. Well, I, I think it's more, I think it's more than that. I think it, look, well, that's a lot. Bill Hicks, Bill Hicks <laughs> used to have a, a great bit where, uh, uh, he, he, and this was like early. If you listen to Bill Hicks, you could listen to his stuff and it, except for like changing the references, it's like you're listening to him now, even though he yeah. died in like 93. Yeah. But he would say, Oh, you turn on the news and it's like death, destruction, yes. murder, yes. rape. <laughs> and then you look out your side, you hear, bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, wow, it's actually not that bad. And that's my point. When it comes to all the different things that are happening, that people are saying, oh, my God, it's an epidemic, it's bad, yada, 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 it's all in pockets. There are pockets of things that are happening, but because 
of the internet and because of the 24-hour sensationalistic news, <laughs> everything is blown up to be worse than it is. Not to say that shit ain't bad, okay? Yeah. But, like, I, I was having a discussion with my brother about the, my brother's a cop, about the five cops that were shot in Dallas. Yeah. And I said, look, there is a pecking order of who to blame or what's to blame in that thing right there. And the first thing is the shooter. That's yeah. what I always blame. The person who commits the fucking crime, number one, boom, the shooter. Number two, and you can interchange these, one is the Internet. And the Internet via social media, these fucking fraudulent little fucking news things, <laughs> uh, fucking blogs, videos, fucking viral videos, all this shit. Then you have the 24-hour news, which, of course... Yes. The bias ratings grabbing fucking news fucking uh, organizations. Yeah, and they've always done that. And, and, Absolutely. And the internet's amplified it, you know, 100%. Absolutely. Then you have bad cops. The few bad yeah. cops that do bad things, right? And yeah. then you have the leadership. Because I mean, I was talking to my brother, and he was sitting there going, "Oh my God, this is fucking Obama because of his fucking uh, his posture." And I said, "Here's my uh, here. This is what I propose to you. You think it's mostly Obama or leadership, and I think it's mostly the internet and news. Now, here's the question: If you took away this president, and there was another president in here, do you think we would still have an issue with cops?" And I said, "Yes." Because of the videos that people see, because yeah. of the news, it does. And, 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 and I said, it may not be as bad if you want. And I'll give them that. I go, all right, you won't, I'll give you that. It wouldn't be as bad, but it still would be bad because there are people making their own fucking judgments on fucking uh, when they see a fucking video with a cop. And then they see somebody else posting something and somebody makes a fucking uh, somebody on Fox the other day. The, the Fox News was doing a the thing. They had like four or five people on stage talking and they had like bleachers and they had these people on the bleachers, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. This woman, this black woman from Chicago. Yes. I know who uh, you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Bad shit. Said, crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She said, oh, we need to get rid of all the cops in America <laughs> and all the fucking towns and cities should basically police themselves with communities. Yeah, that'll work. Now, before <laughs> the Internet and before dopey fucking news, this woman would never have a platform. Yeah. So what happens, right? Dude, there have been idiots on this planet since day one. But now we get to see every idiot and what they fucking think. So this woman gets on fucking Fox and says something <laughs> as stupid as that. Yeah. So what happens? It incites other people to get angry. They're like, how fucking crazy is that person? Blah, blah, blah. And then other people get mad at what those people post. And then it escalates. So then my other mm -hmm. question, I said, all right, Dan, my brother, I said, <laughs> let's say that there was no Internet and no fucking crazy 24 hour news. And we still had this president. Would you think? that this would be as bad as it is. And he didn't say anything. And that's because he knew I was right. Because <laughs> if you want to say, yeah, you want to say leadership has a problem with this? Okay. But there's no possible way it's even 50-50. It's like 90-10. The problem <laughs> is, is that we see, we have become a world of mind readers. And we see what every dopey fucking person has to say. 
and every fucking blog and every fucking post on Facebook or Twitter, and it gets people incited and it makes us more polarized. That's why we're the most <laughs> polarized time, the most polarized uh, country right now than we've ever been. And that's the reason. Now, you certainly can't judge people by the actions of a lunatic, which you had in these, these two shootings uh, with Dallas and then Baton Rouge. Um, it's just the, the, the criticisms that are warranted is uh, Trump, I mean, uh, Trump, <laughs> Obama's initial response, I didn't care for it at all and thought it was terrible. But the idea that that's cause and effect to another shooting, well, I mean, for a nut, maybe. But you, you can't, what are you going to do? And should he suffer some penalty for that? You know, I mean, and then, uh, so do the, you think, do you think that the seeing videos on fucking YouTube, viral videos, the news, like, you know, the news, whenever a black man is shot by either a cop or a white person, it yeah. becomes national news and they blow it up and they keep it going forever. Yes. And if it's a white guy, they just, oh, they put it out there and then it's gone. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, because that's that's that's, that's the, the favored narrative, and there's an activist group for it, and all that sort of th sort of thing. So it already has like an infrastructure for it. Yeah, as soon as you have a shooting, it, it comes down to this: the reason why they blow those others those other, those stories up, the when when it's a black victim than a white victim, it's very simple. When a black person gets killed by either cops or another white person, black people go fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay, they lose their shit. And white people love watching black people lose their <laughs> shit. So it becomes a ratings fucking, it just becomes a yeah. booming ratings fucking Easter egg. And, and I mean, generationally, we're trained for that narrative, you know, yeah, you know because, we, we grew up with it. <laughs> so. And I think the reason is, is because it's in the same, it's in the same reason why white, uh, white pride doesn't make any sense. When a white person yeah. gets fucking killed by a cop, okay? People, of course, if they see a video or whatever, everybody is like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Blah, 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 yeah. blah, But white is too big and broad of a group for people to feel um, akin to it. So, in other words, if there was a rash of Italian kids being fucking killed right yeah like you just saw oh fucking abaruzzo fucking gianelli <laughs> stefanelli fucking conti well god forbid right yes of course the only person who's gonna kill me a cop is my brother <laughs> <laughs> surprised you're here you would see italian people maybe going what the fuck yeah and then you know the dopey fucking italian groups or whatever might might make a stir blah 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 but there's so many white people in this country and there's so many fucking groups of them that it never becomes specific it just becomes white and listen white people don't assimilate to other white people on a grand level like that yeah they just don't but if it's it when it's black it's such a it's a small group and they see it and because uh, uh listen we know there was a history of police brutality with with uh, oh yeah there definitely know, was it, yeah, yeah, years years ago. Yeah, absolutely. We, you know, yeah. So, so it, we still, it, it's they still admitted present. it. You know, they were proud of it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like that. That's the reason why I, I think because listen, a white guy getting fucking killed or beat up by fucking black, co you know, a, a cops or, or or a black dude, 
fucking it ain't gonna fucking stick it's not gonna be a story that's gonna get ratings no they tell the story and it's done because they know fucking white people don't care they're not gonna fucking watch that <laughs> they'll watch it once and that's it it's all about rating that it's really fucking sad but out of these rash of uh police shootings of these black men being killed there's like two of them that i could say that's a legitimate police brutality and there's one where it's flat out murder where the guy got shot in the back and he tried to put his taser on him and say oh he stole my taser and he really didn't and all that and then there was another guy who got shot. I can't remember the exact circumstances. <laughs> Should not have to look it up. But anyway, there was two of them. Yeah. And, and, were, and that's it. Make- the rest of these, I'm sorry, those were justified. There's just nothing there. There's nothing. I mean, you could learn about, you know, how to approach. Uh, and now about these two recent ones, the uh, one with uh, the Philando Castile guy, that one might turn out to be another one that's uh, bad because I don't know. This, we can find out whether or not he really did go for his wallet or his gun. That makes a big difference. You know, either one, and you know he sunk or he's not. The uh, the Baton Rouge one, eh, I'm thinking he, he shouldn't have gone for, for his gun, but you know, but there it is. And yeah. uh, you, you can discuss training and all that sort of thing, but I don't think the Baton Rouge was going to end up in a murder conviction. You know, yeah. uh, the other one might be a manslaughter one at best. But and I'm sure there because there are a lot more white uh, uh, people or guys or kids or whatever that are getting uh shot by cops yeah legitimate or not i'm not saying either way i'm not saying you know but that are uh shot by police then there are uh blacks but why does why do nobody nobody seems to know that yeah but and that's because of the fucking news yeah i know every once in a while they'll make it but then they got to have their pitch and say well there's more white people than there are black people so that's why that happens (laughs) but The idea is that it's some sort of you know, Black Lives Matter is pushing that it's some sort of systematic racism. It's ingrained in the police department, and it's almost like it's a conspiracy or a subconscious conspiracy on their part to just hunt down black people, which is absurd. But yeah. that's the See, message black there. Lives, black Lives Matter, just like every other fucking group that's ever been created, initially was for the right idea. And then a lot of these... You know, then they end up. Well, it becomes a career. Yes. Over the years, like the ACLU and the NAACP, they become non. They they really don't have a purpose anymore because things have really uh, (laughs) changed and things are better. So they have to kind of manufacture it. Black Lives Matter just took the fast track to that. Yes. Like Black Lives (laughs) Matter instantly became this fucking wacky thing. And I don't think a lot of the people in it. Like, or people that believe it, like, you know, whether they're, you know, home going, hey, you know what, black yeah. lives, like, there are so many people that just go, you know what, fucking yeah, man, black lives matter too. They're probably saying the same thing. Yeah. But the core of it now is become this thing that is not good, even though initially and on the fringe, yeah, of course, people are just thinking, yeah, man, you know, hey, if that's what the fuck, man, you know, uh, you know, we matter too. Our, our lives <laughs> yeah. matter too. That's, I, I always said, if Black Lives Matter would have put the word T-O-O at the yeah, end of it, I know. it would have <laughs> made it a lot fucking nicer. It still would have pissed people off because the message is inherent that, you know, uh, what I was saying, they didn't matter. <laughs> no, I never said that. You know? and that's the thing. That's why, hey, what the hell? Yeah, but you know, whatever it is, I mean, most of it is just a bunch of dumb college kids, you know, and they're trying to, feel like they're significant and they're shaking off their post-adolescent angst <laughs> and that kind exactly. of thing, you know, same that thing with Occupy and all that. Right. 
And, uh, and, they're, and again, I have a bunch of them that are going to say stupid, shitty things like the, the you know, fry the, the pigs and that sort of thing. And uh, it gets associated. And then now you're getting cop killings and all that. The idea that it's cause and effect to that directly. Well, good Lord, you couldn't have free speech if you said that, you know. Right. So, and, and that's just, I mean, it's it's so it's so naive yeah. to re- and it's and it's just it's people who really haven't lived. You know what I mean? Yeah. People really haven't gotten a real taste of what the world's like. Yeah. And if they only got a little bit of taste of what the world's like, and I, look, I'm talking about with everything. You know, I'm talking about with just going out in the business world and and doing this and doing that, and realize, hey, listen, do you know how many people I know as all my whole life who fucking hate cops? Yeah, but there's a difference, right? They hate cops because they're like, "You fucking dick! You gave me a ticket." Yeah, <laughs> that is different. You know, there's a lot of people that just they, they can't stand cops. Yeah, you get irritated <laughs> with the authority and that sort of thing. Yes, you know? they 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 can't stand the idea that somebody fucking gave them a ticket. And once in a while, you get a cop who acts like such a dick. And the <laughs> thing is, that's the difference. That's like you know what that's the difference in between fat bastard and fat fuck. <laughs> That's a, you know what? You can't stand fucking cops or whatever. And you're right, like, right. Yeah, whatever, you know. But, but I mean, but an ass take a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and shoot one. Right, right. You know, it's like yeah. you hate your ex-girlfriend because she dumped you. Yeah. But most people would never want to kill her. And that's the case. And these are fucking fringe assholes who are. They're, look, they're not bright. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not bright people. <laughs> If you're actually thinking you want to fucking shoot a cop, you know, yeah. and, uh, it's just it's crazy, man. It, the whole fucking thing. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I, the only thing you could attribute it to is now is that the, you know, the hysteria or the environment that was trumped up over this. <laughs> I'm sure played a role with this guy, but eventually these guys were probably going to do something like this over something, you know. Yeah, I mean, and wasn't the guy from down? And, and I'll, I'll be honest, man, I, I didn't watch much of the news. I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. Especially yeah. I'm home all day. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you you get you get fucking down because you're like inside yeah. most of the time. But wasn't that guy an ex-military dude? So both of them were. Like, both of them were. Yeah, they're both ex-military. Um, so. You think that there there might have been something you know that's wrong? some kind of post traumatic stress? I think it's possible. I'm sure it plays a role in it. One of them, I know, uh, his girlfriend dumped him, something like that, and uh, or one of them, uh, he had problems in the military with uh, this and got charged with sexual harassment or something like that. I think that was the Dallas shooter, that kind of thing. But uh, I'm not saying that that's. I'm not making an excuse for the guy. No, I no. Mean, you know, you're you're still, you know, you're still garbage. You yeah. go out. I mean, it's just shooting innocent people, you know, I don't and, and, and it yeah. doesn't matter if you're a cop, a person. It's like you're shooting innocent fucking people. Now, they, the Dallas shooter, I know he was involved in these, uh, you know, black power movements and that kind of thing. So when you get immersed in that kind of uh, racist theories and that kind of thing, then suddenly, yeah, the cops aren't innocent anymore and uh, they're not human to him anymore. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. how that, you know, when you go down that path. You know, you end up like the Nazis and that kind of thing. And, and what about the Baton Rouge guy? Because, like I said, I didn't really watch much of it. Yeah, so. I, I know he did have military background. I can't remember which branch or what have you. But uh, And he wasn't from Louisiana. I can't remember where he came. But he, that's, that's why he came to Baton Rouge, because he, he was plotting to do this, you know. Jesus. So and then he was probably obsessed with the th- same thing, you know. And 
it's just like the Dylan Roof guy. You know, he was obsessed with racism and uh, white. Which one was? Which one was he? He's the one who shot up the black people in the church in Charleston. Oh, okay. That yeah, little, yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah. they make a big deal. He survived. They said, yeah, because he surrendered. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the other guys they went down shooting, and that's why they're dead. So, yeah, well, because they, you know, death by cop. You know, yeah, yeah. Suicide that, by cop. Right, too, right. You know? And this guy, he pushed out, I guess. <laughs> you know? But that was the thing. And the big the big response to that was that we got to get rid of the Confederate flag. Well, <laughs> I don't know that that really <laughs> solves anything. But, okay, <laughs> everybody associated with that. You know, that if you, was, if, yeah, that was the thing that. Uh, yeah, you had to do it. If you, if you the the uh, the. the uh, the flag. Yeah, and they had to take uh, the Dukes of Hazard off of uh, CMT or whatever it was. <laughs> and I've seen, oh, no. okay, because that was killing people. See, so but that was the weird thing because it's like a lot, a lot of these discussions. And uh, I was thinking because they were saying Black Lives Matter, we're saying racist things and stuff like that. And this one of these commentators said, "Well, no, it's impossible for black people to be racist because they have no power." And this is one of these weird explanations that has no logic or basis to it whatsoever. I mean, because you take a Dylan Root, who was a miserable white trash piece of shit, uh, obviously had no real influence over anybody. So by that definition, he wasn't a racist. You know, I mean, of course he was a racist. You know, that's why he did the killing. But that's, you know, the definition of racism is you believe your race is superior to all others and the others are below you and what have you, you know. Well, that's why see, I have a theory about when, when they talk about reverse racism. Yeah. I just think that there, there is, of course, there are, there is reverse racism. There, there are, there are black people who are racist, but I just think it's a different type. It's a little different. It's well, the narrative better, is different because he's taking the position that I'm an oppressed person and that's why I hate you because I see you as the oppressor. Well, you even, know, that's, even more than you know. that, even more than that, I, it's almost like, if I find out that uh, everybody on my block, right, I, I live in a, a block with 10 houses, and I find out that everybody on the block, the other nine fucking families and people, all hate my family. Yeah. For whatever reason. You know, not for race. It's because, you know, you know, we, we have fucking, uh, you know, we have something in our, we, have, we drive Pontiacs, whatever. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> you have cats. Well, the thing is, <laughs> now I am automatically going to hate everybody on my block yeah but my hate or my racism is uh, it's different it's not better it's not worse but yeah. my racism is oh well you don't like me well fuck you <laughs> yeah. i fucking hate you too <laughs> and i think that's the difference in the racism where when it's you know and i'm not talking about modern i'm talking about you know like historic racism you know historically you know white people really thought that they were fucking better than <laughs> fucking everybody else than black people and all that and they you know and black people were treated terribly and yada 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 so when they fucking hated whitey they hated whitey because they were like yeah motherfucker you don't fucking like me? Well, then fuck you. Yeah. That's where black pride came from. Black right, right, yeah. It only came from, hey, you know what? I'm proud to be black no matter what you think. That's the thing. Just like Black Matters 2, they should have had a 2 on it. Black pride is, yeah, I'm proud to be black no matter what you think. Yeah. That's why white pride is stupid. You can't be <laughs> proud to be white. You could be proud of your culture, but you're not proud to be white. What? It, it, so that's the thing. Most of the time, that type of unwarranted pride when yeah. it's when it's when it's done without like you know 
um, accomplishing something is because it's a it's a uh, a mechanism. It's a it's a defense mechanism. That's what reverse racism is. And then, of course, then you take it where people take it to the other level. And then, you know, a white guy is in a fucking black neighborhood and they just beat the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, obviously that shit is dumb, but that's yeah. where that comes from. And I'm not making an excuse for it. I'm not saying it's better or worse. I'm just saying it's different. Yeah, because most of the time when it's white racism, they look at it like, yeah, you ain't fight. You're just a dumb blah, 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 blah. You're mm. this and that where black people are like really motherfucker. I don't give a fuck what you think. I hate you, too, motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. So it's it. And it, yeah, it's, right. it's just a different still, narrative, you yeah, know, exactly. that from it its origin. It ends up what being you. the same shit. It's, yeah. It ends up being hatred and violence. And, you know, yeah. Whatever. If you just give yourselves five minutes to talk it out. Oh, God. <laughs> you know? and, and you know what? And as kooky as fucking Levy is, but Bob makes a fucking great point. And this is what I'm talking about when it comes to pockets of shit. Everything is happening in pockets because Bob's like, hey, you know what? Every black person I ever fucking met is cool as shit. They yeah. like me. I like them. That's the way most people live yeah like you were saying last time you go hey dude i see fucking interracial couples down in Al in, in uh, alabama oh, Louis I mean, uh, louisiana <laughs> louisiana my my fault i apologize <laughs> um and you go nobody gives a fuck yeah that's because that's the way the real world is but in pockets yeah there's ugliness and guess what the fucking news and the and the internet finds those pockets and makes it look like that's the whole fucking planet. Right. It's like the the, the comp shoot, the uh, police shooting in the initial that started all this in uh, Baton Rouge. Well, that's Baton Rouge's business. You know, it, it, it's not New Jersey's business. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, and a lot of this, they go back to the old, when the FBI had to crack down on southern states because they were doing all these abuses and crimes and stuff like that. Well, that's what that was. That you don't have any evidence of that here. You know, where you would have to have federal involvement, and that's where that's where the you know the whole country's got to look at this and this type of thing. You know, there's no indication. You got to let the. And it's another thing is like give these stories at least five minutes to figure out what happened. But no, exactly. the initial reaction, and everyone's got their narratives ready to go, and that's all it is. And because you know, there's you know political capital be made out of it and all that kind of crap, and and that's what they do. Whereas you're in your real life and every day, people that you know, that's the world you live in. And that's what's that's all that's going to matter. What happens that, in some other state, five states away is more times than not meaningless to you. Exactly. It's it's so. And that and that's why I I, I <laughs> that's why I, and I'll post it on once in a while. Uh, you know, I'll say the Internet and uh, the news is going to destroy America. <laughs> it's going to destroy this country. And we're seeing it. And it just happens to be at the time when we have a black president. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it happens to be. And I'm not saying the guy's perfect. And I know that he's done some fucking dopey shit, just like every other president. But the thing is, it is so. And if you, if people would just realize that and say, hey, yeah, there's. Because think about it. Before the Internet, when you think about police brutality in the, our recent memory, what is the first thing you think of? Uh, black people being beaten by <laughs> sheriff. No, no, I mean video. I'm sorry, a video. What's the first thing you think? Well, now you think of it that it's a racist act. Act, you know. But I'm saying a specific video. A specific one. All like, right, think about. All right, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase the question. When you think about seeing cops doing something to a black man, okay, on video, before the internet, what is the first thing you think of? First specific video you think of. Oh, Rodney King. There you go. Yeah. Rodney King. And think about it. You have to go back 
25 years. Yes. Because <laughs> before, be, like I said, before the internet, you had the Abnua, Abnua Luima in New York. Yes, that yes. That was a huge story. Yeah. I mean, that was like, you know. Th- well, well thank was, God that wasn't on video. Oh, my God. I mean, how many times can you jerk off, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. Sorry, that's, that was just a joke. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, e- and even the Rodney King video, there th- there was supposedly video before uh, at that point. And, you know, but all, all we saw, and it was crazy because I'm just sitting there, I'm watching this, you know, the video, and I'm sitting there going, as somebody who doesn't know anything, I'm 23 years old when this is going on, and all I'm thinking is, somebody get on top of them and handcuff them. Yeah, no. Just fucking, I, you got 11 guys here. Fucking handcuff the fucking dude. But we don't know. We don't understand. Yeah, we weren't um, there in the scene. And, you but, know, you don't see that they, they, they went through like a 13-mile chase. And, yeah. And look, I'm not. I, I, I know. They I, still went overboard and everything, but the, the, I don't think it deserved the, the massive riots that broke out out of that and all that, but, but it happened. And unfortunately, nobody got in trouble, you know. Yeah, and, and at some point, I was sitting there going, you know, I don't know. There's, I, I don't know what could have been done. Be, what could, what video we missed? Yeah. But, you know, like you said, it was definitely overboard, but we had to go back so long, you know. Yeah. So, and the thing is, there was that one thing going on, but it was just riots in L.A. Yeah. You know, it was specific to L.A., even though it was like the biggest news story out there. Yeah. And of course, they were saying it was bubbling up anyway, you know. Yeah. So something was going to tip it over because they were saying the cops were going too far here and there. And I'm sure well, they were. Heard about that with L.A. You know, the L.A. always heard that they were a little bit. Out yeah, of they're all they're all Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> and it goes all the way back to like uh, Robert Kennedy being shot. They covered that up because the LAPD shot him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow, I never heard that. Yeah, that was one of them that they covered it up or something. It was, I don't know, but anyway. Uh, yeah. So that, and then of course. Uh, then, then we had the OJ trial. <laughs> so thanks to the riots, that's probably what saved OJ's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. You know, because it was that's just right. there was terror, and fear, and you know, and all that. And then of course it it it, it made the narrative perfect for that. You, this is a corrupt police force, and this is what they do. The, the, the idea that they would do it to this football star in front of God and everybody—not <laughs> very believable, but yeah. nevertheless, <laughs> it worked, and they, they got him off. Yep. Yeah, because even uh, I was watching uh, the thing on, o- I was watching a special on OJ was when yeah. they finally got OJ to the house and you saw like hundreds of people all standing around and you saw like videos, of these people screaming, you know, fuck the police. Fuck yeah, the police. yeah, yeah, that whole you thing. Know, this isn't something new. No, no. But the problem is like what we said, and I'm not going to, but you know. Yeah, you know, the yeah. the way things just get. Keep- but, but that's the narrative. There's nothing that puts out the fire. Right, right. And I mean, uh, the the cops are going to get you and they're your enemy is a narrative that black community has been living with for decades. And it's you, you can't just get that out of there, right or wrong, because they don't they have a case to be made like in the past when, you know, police officers, they were agents of racism, you know, and they were doing that sort of thing and making me keep them separate. <laughs> you know, don't let them go into that neighborhood, you know, <laughs> especially at night. You can't even see them. <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of thing you know and yeah. so that that's handed down and you it's hard to unlearn that yeah. just because it may not really happen you perceive it as happening and so that's there and i understand that but my friend has a, 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 he, had a he had a he said something really uh i thought it was very smart and uh he said 
I think it was when the George Zimmers and Zimmerman thing happened. And I'm not going to get into the George Zimmerman thing because I don't even understand it. But <laughs> the point is, a young black kid was killed. And then my friend said, hey, the fact that that is big news yeah, shows exactly. the progress right. we've made as yeah. America. And I think that's a great point. Yeah, I mean, as much as I don't disagree with Barack Obama, it, it, his election and re-election is testament to what this country is. Because if it was still just as bad as it was in the 50s, uh, there's no way he could have won. He wouldn't even have gotten the nomination. No. You know, yeah. so... So, I mean... I mean, and, and when are we going to get a pat on the back for that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I think someone else pointed out, you know, it's kind of weird. Here he was, the first black president, but not only that, he had this uh, Arabic uh, name, you know, right after 9-11, and we, and we, yeah, and we voted. And I, I don't think America doesn't need to apologize to the rest of the world for itself. You know, you guys have got some dirt on you, you know, going on right now. So uh, America has come a long way for the better. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, you could sit there and argue our foreign policy, but, I mean, that is... You yeah. know, I think that's a, a bigger machine than than um, one administration over another. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we're we're the nosiest fucking country. Oh ever. well, yeah, that's you know that, that's leftovers from World War Two and into the Cold War, yeah. and now it's like, well, how how do we undo this? <laughs> you know? My, my friend said, uh, "There's consequences America, for whatever you do." America's like a mob boss in a in a, in a town. Oh yeah, and he basically goes to all the businesses. <laughs> He says, hey, listen, I'll take care of you. You just make sure you, you know, you give me a little peace. And Yeah, you know, but where's our peace? <laughs> Boy, I tell yeah, you. We don't get our peace. Our peace not, we're not getting it. Where's that damn Iraqi oil? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we just end up just giving. Look, I have no issue if if a country needs help and yeah, yeah. go to help them. But it's far beyond that. It's not about helping countries anymore. It's about it's about politics and it's about keeping, you know, people in, you know, in the green. Yeah. I mean, that whole thing that George Bush said, we're going to bring democracy to those. <laughs> no, that was the That's dumbest crazy. part of the whole thing. I mean, even if you can argue, we should never have gone into Iraq and all that. But that part of it right there, <laughs> it's just what the hell are you talking about? It's not going to happen. And even and, we, and you did. OK, they had the vote and look what they voted in, you know. Yeah. So, you now, know. And now we have fucking. You know, and I'm not I'm not blaming Bush. I'm saying because of this whole thing, now you got this ISIS thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. This ISIS thing is created. Because right, ISIS used to be. ISIS used. They keep talking like ISIS and Al Qaeda are two different things. They're not. They just changed their name. <laughs> and I mean, ISIS used to be Al Qaeda in Iraq. You know. Except yeah. ISIS is a 16-year-old girl of fucking terrorist groups. <laughs> yeah. They were the first one. They got to put their videos out. Yes. Fucking assholes! Yeah, there's selfies oh, with severed they're heads. Like the Sixteen-year-old girl doing selfies every fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty, they're very adolescent. Al Qaeda is the old man's group. Yeah, oh, Al Qaeda is like you know what it is. Al Qaeda is like in the Godfather, like <laughs> yeah. random, you know. Like, yes, yeah, really <laughs> yes exactly. That's uh, uh, Zawahiri. He's a uh, he's Corleone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and and these fucking uh, this ISIS fucking guys are the way fucking Pacino's character was at the end. He was out of his mind. Yeah, well, they're they're, they're sunny. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> they're sunny. <laughs> <laughs> he he was all for the the war and everything. But uh, yeah, well, that's yeah, that's what happened. Al Qaeda, the ISIS was a group that broke off from Al Qaeda because they wanted to form the caliphate, and, and Al Qaeda was saying, "No, we got to push the West out first. 
And they said, no, we're going to do so. That's what that is. That's all it is. For some reason, a lot of these media people are just completely ignorant of that. And I don't know why, but they just are. But, you know, whatever. Because, uh, you know, rational, uh, informative people like yourself <laughs> would make a terrible news person. You I know, I know. It, it, it would put them to sleep. fire you in a day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Doug, no one cares about that shit. You see, this all started when the Ottoman Empire collapsed at the end of World War One. And what? what are you talking about furniture for? <laughs> Get back to the fucking crazy talk, will you? Breaking news Donald Trump farts in a microphone. And so, you know, that's what you need. That's important. Oh, I mean, to say what you want, I mean, that whole thing about Melania's uh, plagiarized speech and everything. Oh, enough with the nobody I, about the fucking zero. Nobody fucking. cares. Who but, cares? It, you know, and I, it, it, as much as, you know, for dumping on Donald Trump, he did tweet out something about there's been more time spent on her, her speech than there was on the investigation of Hillary's emails. And I'm like, yeah, he's got a point. Look, as much as I despise that motherfucker, <laughs> I hate when he when the, the whole abortion line came out when he said that. Yeah, yeah. I I I didn't go just jumping and saying, oh, blah, blah, blah. I said, look, the guy it was taken out of context. He was saying, if you do an illegal abortion, you should pay the consequences. There yeah. should be some sort of punishment. I get it. Yeah. But, but the thing is, nobody can do that on yeah. either fucking side. Yeah. Nobody. No. It's just immediate. Yeah. Oh my God! It's like no matter what this fucking you know what's good for these people is not good you know because you know what if fucking Hillary's fucking whoever did that everybody who's fucking slamming on fucking what's her face uh, fucking Melania or whatever her name oh, is oh Melania <laughs> whatever the tro- the the trophy snake. the trophy yeah yeah and uh, <laughs> I just I just don't find supermodels those skinny fucking scrawny yeah. supermodels very attractive. Um, <laughs> You know, it's like it's like from the back, they all look like fucking fourteen year old Filipino boys, you know, with a wig. <laughs> Good Why luck. You, I don't want to fucking look at a girl's ribs. I'm well, sorry. obviously, you've never been to the Philippines, Joe. Uh, <laughs> that yeah, see, Mister Mister Worldly, huh? Yeah, well. <laughs> we said guys who like chicks who are really really skinny yeah. are bisexual in the back of their fucking head because there's something know, to like, that because it, yeah the, the androgyny is uh yeah there it is yeah. it's like you don't want a girl that's got hips i'm not look i'm not talking about a fat girl i mean you know guys right 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 chicks. talk about a girl who's got some you know who's she, shaped she, like a woman exactly she looks like a woman you know yeah. there's a certain uh physique they're supposed to achieve and if they're just, uh, you know, eating grass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like these jackets. Yeah. Horses ass who say uh, Marilyn Monroe was fat. I know. What the hell are you talking about? I remember that, that. There was some story about, like, Cindy Crawford, and they uh, dropped her from some uh, account or whatever because they said, yeah, she's too fat. <laughs> Cindy Crawford? <laughs> well, there, there is a reason why most of the – um, the not supermodels, but the runway models. Yeah. The reason why they're fucking so skinny, and most of them aren't that pretty. They don't have very no. nothing about their faces because they don't want you looking at the chick. Right. They want right. you looking at the clothing. Yeah. Yeah. You it's know. it's 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 basically an art show. You know, no, for these designers, put and put a fucking dummy's head on a hanger, right. <laughs> just fucking run it across the fucking runway. They would do it. Yeah, that whole thing's very. It yeah, it's all very inclusive for them, and it's not really meant for the public. <laughs> but yeah. uh, and plus, those those models are all selected by gay men. So 
Yeah, exactly. And they have no idea what a sexy woman is. Exactly. So huh. that's just the way it is. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we've proven we're hetero men, Joe. So if there's <laughs> any doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a real masculine boy. <laughs> yes. All right. Thanks for the diet tips and the uh, political discussion. And I think this pretty much wraps up another exciting episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. Yeah, I cry during AT&T commercials. I'm a real fucking man. <laughs> there you go. Fucking pussy. <laughs> cry all the time. <laughs> Just say it's the oxygen. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you, man. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. This injustice will not go unavenged, Bubba. This, I swear, the Night Knight shall return next week. In Bubo, too. Shut up, Bubo.